Hey, girl. Hey, girl. What's up? Nothing much. Just recording the girls just want to have fun podcast. <laughs> we have a special guest, my mommy. Yay. Hi. This is- <laughs> Um, she'll be joining us today talking about starting businesses, working with daycare, working as a personal trainer, um, and also what it's like inside of a life of a dance mom. Mm-hmm. Your favorites. So Mary, what's your favorite of the week? <laughs> My favorite of the week is dance moms. <laughs> so fitting for this episode, we'll be talking about dance, but yeah, I just got an Amazon Fire Stick a little bit ago and I get the Lifetime app on my TV, so I've been binge-watching Dance Moms from the beginning. So I'm on season three right now. Christy just left because Chloe dropped her hat in a dance, and they, like, freaked out. Because it fell off her head or something, right? Yeah, she literally just, like, she just dropped her hat in a dance, and Abby, but because they were up against Candy Apples, and Kathy makes Abby crazy. They lose? No, they won. But yeah, the show is just so funny to watch. It's so... It's atrocious. It's atrocious. Amazing. How intense it is, how dramatic it is. All the girls look like they have so much anxiety. Yeah. He's very toxic, but I can't stop watching it, so. It was very toxic. They definitely did have a lot of anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite? My favorite of the week is my mom. Aww. Aww. <laughs> sweet. No, yeah. <laughs> leaving soon to go back to school mm-hmm. with my mommy for a few months mm-hmm. it's been really nice oh that's sweet yeah top that top that <laughs> okay my favorite of the week is was the usc kaufman zoom meeting between the parents and all the dancers got to see all the incoming dancers and the bunch of the dancers that Luke dances with all the time. Um, They were on a Zoom meeting and they were talking about the future of dance for this semester and the different things that they have planned, whether they were going to be live in person or going virtual, but the things that they have planned either way. So it was exciting to hear everything. Yeah, (laughs) exciting, but scary. Yeah. Yeah. Hoping to see Luke do a solo. Oh, yeah. My little Luke. Like how Jill and Danton says, my little Kendall. My little Kendall. <laughs> my little Luke could do a solo. As you can tell, Sharon's a big dance mom. Whoop, whoop. Luke's <laughs> a dance mom, always a dance mom. Of course. But we'll get into that later. <laughs> um, okay, but first, let's, let's tell, tell, our, tell our girls who you are. Who, who is Sharon? Who's Sharon? Where were you born? And then where did you grow up? I know you moved around a lot. You also had a lot of siblings. So tell us a little bit about you. Okay. My name is Sharon Sordis. That's my <laughs> married name. <laughs> Used to be Sharon Robinson. Such an Ooh. easy name to spell. Then I had to get married to a difficult name to spell. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm one of six kids. I'm second to youngest. I have three sisters and two brothers. My brother is, I have a brother that's younger than me. My mom got pregnant with him when I was in kindergarten and I cried every day to my kindergarten teacher because I didn't want my mom to have a baby. (laughs) 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's so funny. And yeah, my dad took different jobs when we were growing up. Well, he kept advancing in his career. So we, I live, was born in New Jersey and um, North Jersey. And then we moved to South Jersey and then we moved to Massachusetts for three years. And then we moved back to New South Jersey. And that's where I finished high school was in South Jersey. And then I went to college in Pennsylvania. And then my college roommate introduced me to my husband. And then I never went back to Jersey. I stayed in Pennsylvania, got married, had my two wonderful children. Aww. Sums up my family life. Your family life. <laughs> I have a question. When you moved back to New Jersey after Massachusetts, did you come back to Mount Laurel or was it a different area of New Jersey? It was a different area. So we lived Mount Laurel uh-huh. and then. Massachusetts. When we came back, we moved to um, Gloucester Township, Laurel Springs, yeah. Highland High School. Okay. Yeah, and then, well, and I was kind of explaining it to Luke. That sister stayed in New Jersey and went to Rutgers University, and then we moved to Massachusetts. Then my second sister stayed in Massachusetts and went to school there when we the rest of us moved back to New Jersey. (laughs) My sister still lives in Massachusetts. Wow. My father lives with my sister in Massachusetts because my mom passed away so he lives up there with her now so she keeps an eye on him. Keeps him out of trouble. (laughs) So yeah you have a lot of big family. Yep. Big family but you only wanted two of us is that right or did you want more um i would have liked more (laughs) your father wanted one because he's an only child so he only wanted one when i got pregnant with luke my number two your grandfather pop pop said does your husband know about this (laughs) Uh, yes (laughs) oh i didn't think he wanted another one yes (laughs) And then after I had two boys, I wanted to try for another because I wanted a girl, you know, kind of like Mary's mother. <laughs> I didn't know that. Well, I cried when I found out you were a boy. You know that story. I knew that. <laughs> like, of sadness. <laughs> I wanted a girl. And then they told me I had a, I was pregnant with a boy. I cried. <laughs> but then, and then when he was born, I cried again, but in happiness. Yeah. Healthy. It was a beautiful thing. Well, so back to you wanted a, you wanted a third child. I wanted a third child because I wanted to have a try for a girl, and Dad was like, "No way, because we'll probably have another boy." <laughs> but we're True. stopping at two. I'm like, okay. So then wow. we got a real dog yeah. instead. <laughs> I wonder what that would have been like if I had a little brothers. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. Like Mary. Yeah, it would have been the middle. Mm-hmm. was it hard raising boys because we were talking to liz about like raising three daughters like have or having all girls so like was it did you think it was easier having all boys like, i don't know like, i feel like boys are like less maintenance sometimes but i feel like they're also like more crazy no i think they were i think overall they were easier and i yeah was that with my husband too because we were like oh gosh if we had a girl she would have been whew. <laughs> 
would have been yeah. harder having a girl than boys. They were pretty, they were good. We kept them on a tight leash. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, no, neither of them were naughty kids. So, yep, I was very lucky. We lose this again. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Yeah, let's 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 talk about the daycare. So you graduate college and eventually you decided to open up your own daycare center. Yeah, let me tell let me do a little backstory. Okay. <laughs> I think you've heard this, but when I went to college, I went to school as a business major. I went to college as a business major. I was in college for 2 years as a business major and I hated it. <laughs> huh? I hated accounting. It was awful. So I dropped out of college. I hated it. I hated, um, I didn't hate the school because I ended up going back to the same college, but um, I took a semester off and I worked, lived at home. And I was like, oh boy, <laughs> after being away, it's kind of hard to come home. But anyway, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's different. But anyway, so then I decided I wanted to go back for education. So I went back same college and went for elementary education with a concentration in math of all things. Wow. Why did you want to go for education? Because I decided, well, actually when I was home, one of my jobs was working at a daycare and I've always loved kids. um, So I helped at a daycare. So I think I liked that. And yeah, there were some teachers that, Back in the day, I looked up to and stuff, more um, athletic people, my coaches and things, because I was big into track and field. Um, So I decided, you know, I was like, oh, I'll go back and maybe then I'll end up coaching or something. So anyway, yes, I went back, got my degree in elementary education, and then I graduated and I couldn't find a job, couldn't find a teaching job. I moved in with my now husband, but (laughs) in Pennsylvania. So we've got an apartment together and he was working at an insurance company and I was substitute teaching. Couldn't find a full-time teaching job, did subbing. Subbing was terrible because one day you could be in, I was elementary certified. One day you could be in elementary, the next day you could be in high school teaching art and I was teaching in Center City, Bethlehem. Kids were speaking Spanish to me. I had no Spanish background. (laughs) I took French, so I had no idea what they were talking about. And I was just like, this is terrible. I need to get a full-time job because I need to help with the bills and all that stuff. So I ended up um, teaching kindergarten at a licensed, uh, at a daycare center, a licensed kindergarten. I did that for a year. And then I took this other job at a daycare and I was like the head pre-K teacher. And I did that for a couple of years. And then the owners of that moved to Las Vegas. The business went downhill. <laughs> I ended up going out on my own being a nanny. And then I decided the owners from that other daycare came back to Pennsylvania and we started a daycare. So it's kind of roundabout. So then, right, I joined forces with them because they needed me because I had the education background. They didn't have a degree 
either one of them. Um, so then we joined forces and started the daycare. I had, we had that one location until I was pregnant with Luke. And then we built a second location about 20 miles away from the first location. And they were a husband and wife. They went and worked at that daycare pretty much. And I ran the other one. And then two years later, they bought me out of the one that was 20 miles away and I bought them out of the one there. So then I was the sole owner of the daycare where ended up going to daycare. So I taught kindergarten there. Like we had a licensed kindergarten. I taught kindergarten until Paul, my older son got old enough to come to kindergarten and I decided I'm not teaching him. So <laughs> that was when I stopped. And being the owner and the kindergarten teacher was difficult because I just had so much going on. It was a big center, lots of kids. So it was better for me just to be the owner and director instead of also being the teacher. So, yeah. But yeah, I owned the daycare center for 22 years. Wow. And then you moved here. Yeah. <laughs> Then Luke's father and I discussed about moving to Florida. He, he hates winter like nobody's business, my husband. Mm -hmm. And actually when Luke was in just finishing up eighth grade, we came down to Florida and looked for houses. And then we had a discussion and said, nope, we're not gonna do it. We're gonna wait until after Luke graduates high school. We didn't find anything that we loved. And, you know, it was kind of in both of our minds that we wanted him to be where he was in Pennsylvania because he was, you know, he had a lot going on in his school life and we wanted him to finish strong there. Florida's school system isn't as strong as Pennsylvania's school system. So we wanted him to have a good education. So we put it on the back burner and stayed up there. And then that gave me time to sell my business because if we would have come down when we, he was in eighth grade, I probably would have kept the business and been like an absentee owner. Um, but then that becomes difficult when you're not there and having people that you trust and all that stuff. So we ended up, it gave us time and then I sold it when you were a senior in high school, right? Mm -hmm. 2018 I sold September of 2018 I sold it and um probably 2017 2018 it was um I was in college oh, right so it was 20 sorry yeah September of 2017 sold it and then it was also in my mind or I had started since athletics was you know I loved being in sports and involved in sports all my life I had that in my mind and as even before I sold, I started studying to become a personal trainer um, because I knew we were going to move to Florida. So I knew I would be dealing with the older population. So I decided, hey, no different dealing with kids or dealing with older adults. <laughs> Some, of <them> yeah. <laughs> Some of them have about the same brain capacity. <laughs> Sorry. That's so funny. Yeah, you went from like opposite ends. Yeah, lose some customers now. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> they know I love them dearly. But yeah, so then I studied and got my 
personal training certification and then sold the business there and we bought a house down here and what else now we're here now we're here yeah and i'll say that your people who you train now really like you you know you've always been i think good with like a good people person yeah you were never well i don't know actually because maybe it's because it was the owner's son but you were never (laughs) they weren't really they were scared of you like the kids were scared of you because if they got sent to your office and that's because they were in trouble it's like the principal's office (laughs) yeah but you weren't like um a mean like principal like they weren't they weren't scared of you in that way so i think like similar to the people who you work with now like they all like you and you know she'll get she'll get messages from people and gifts and things that they didn't need to do but um decided to oh did you see you didn't see my gift that i got mary the from the my one so i'm always so sweaty in my class teaching Mm -hmm. classes i always get so sweaty so sometimes i remember to bring a towel and a lot of times i forget like i have my water and my chair and oh i forgot my towel so this one actually there's a couple women that would bring towels when we had you know the live classes and now that i'm online i say to them oh christine do you have your towel because i forgot mine again and oh you know make sure you have your towel so this woman christine um presented me with a box like i got it because i teach live at one place but well i actually i teach virtually i go there and teach the zoom class but there's no people there so they see me through zoom anyway she left the box there for me and in this it was a really pretty box and in the box there was a note and she said um put this pretty box near all of your weights and stuff your equipment so that you can see it and inside there was five towels sweat towels (laughs) supply of towels yeah so that was we yeah. took your classes when I was in Florida. I was sweating after. <laughs> yeah. That's so f- oh, that's funny. Yep. So do you like working with the older population now or do you prefer children? No, I, I enjoy the older adults. I do miss, like Luke said, you know, people, um, you know, I was the principal. They knew if I was upset at them or whatever but I also enjoyed being in the like I would go in the classroom and like help the teachers mm-hmm. and the kids thought that was like the greatest thing I was like you know the guest um, I'd go in and read Celebrity. and I'd go in right and I'd go in I would do fun things I would go in and play music and dance and things <laughs> you know, Luke says I can't dance um, but the kids thought bad. the kids thought it was great you know um, they're laughing at you <laughs> so I think that's why you know they would be like oh Miss Sharon and they would hug me and hug my legs and that type of thing and now I think you know I kind of see that with the older adults too and now we can't hug but again they're like oh you know they're so grateful and yeah they're they're fun and I like to help them because a lot of times they're they have different pains from getting older and oh I don't know how to you know what to do and so I help them with that and yeah equally as well (laughs) I'll say like you're always hard like you're always working hard to plan your classes or 
do research in order to help them, which yeah. I think is good. So I think that is part of the reason that they like you so much because that kind of shows through. Yeah, I try and mix it up with classes. I don't, I get bored myself if you end up, if I end up doing the same routines all the time. So I like to change it up. Yeah. That helps them too with their brain. Got to keep the brain active. Yeah, that's true. Body. So I try and research different things. So it's fun. I like it. And I'm um, semi-retired. I say in quotes because my husband always laughs at me. He's like, you're supposed to be semi-retired. You just took on like three more clients. Oops. <laughs> well, I got to stay busy. And that's yeah. the thing with personal training. When people go on vacation, then I'm not working as much when, you know, so I've got to, when they're available, I got to take them. So I get busy at times and then it slows down and then I get busy, you know, so. Yeah. Doing things that you have felt passionately about. Yeah. You know, yep. things that are fun. And I think that's, you know, I've tried to say that to my kids too. Like, yeah. you've got to like what you do. Mm-hmm. That's why we've always supported our children in their endeavors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I'll see, like you yeah. are, you have been really supportive about like what I want to do. And you've always, I think like you've kind of instilled a confidence in me that I can do whatever I want to do. Uh-huh. And like partially from like, how you supported me but also from like example you know like you like starting your own business starting the daycare like watching you run that and like yeah. manage that same with like the personal training thing you know you definitely like made me feel like I could do whatever I want and that you would support me oh <laughs> yeah Mary I could tell you some great stories about Luke from daycare <laughs> we should what? have an episode of just embarrassing stories like what like when you i don't know like misbehaving like you did often and i would grab you because i <laughs> i had to like i couldn't hit him or anything in front of all these <laughs> you didn't hit me at home no i didn't hit you but i would grab come along child come along <laughs> crazy kid luke had a habit when he was little to um hide like when we go to the store he would try to hide from you inside the (laughs) clothing racks oh i love doing that oh my gosh but it would freak your parents out when you can't find him the one time my husband was running through the door he thought he thought someone was going to steal luke he went running to block the door he was like running across he thought someone took him. And there, all of a sudden, Luke peeks his head out from, what? Hello, I'm right here. I'm like, oh, my God. That's funny about how when I was, um, got my wisdom teeth out and I was taking my heart monitor off my finger. Did I tell you that? Uh-uh. I kept taking the heart monitor off so that they thought that it, they thought that, um, it, so that the machine would flatline. <laughs> <laughs> because I was high on all these painkillers. Yeah. So I like, guess. So I guess I was like that as a kid. Yep. Yeah, I got called to the office a few times. And you would you'd be like, wait till I tell your father. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, and I always um assumed my children were guilty, even if yeah. they, I'd always be like, No, don't do it. And he was like, I didn't do it. Well, you're guilty. <laughs> so yeah. you, you just, 
prove your innocence or whatever. Yeah, well, was it hard having your kids at your work? Like, did you feel like people thought there was, like, favoritism or things like that? Yeah, there was yeah, definitely difficult at certain ages. Obviously, when he was a baby, and my husband used to say this all the time, well, first of all, when Paul was born, we had just, we opened the day, Paul, I opened the daycare in May, and I had Paul in September. So the daycare was not open very long, and and then I went out on maternity leave. I went out for four weeks. Paul was four weeks old when we returned to daycare. He stayed in the office with me. So, and I was nursing and everything else, but anyway, he was in the office with me when he was four weeks. And then once he was six weeks old, I put him into, we had an infant room there. But then with Luke, since he decided he was gonna be two weeks late, thing um i actually took eight weeks off after having luke um well two weeks before he was born and then six weeks so he was six weeks old when i took him back to daycare but my husband looked at me and said you would never go back to work with your kids this young except the fact that i was able to be they were there with me mm -hmm. otherwise six weeks old that is so young to have your kid in daycare it's you know it's yeah, rough did people bring their six-week-old children into daycare oh yeah all the time gosh that's crazy uh, and again there's people that have to work they need yeah. to work um and then i think that was the one trait that i had too like i always made those parents feel so comfortable about you know i've been there i know what it's like we will take care of your baby call mm -hmm. as often as you want stop in whenever you want you know i would stand there crying with these moms because they were like so upset that they had to go to work and i'm like yeah. be okay you know i'll give extra hugs to your baby you know and i would i would go in and help feed the different babies and everything so mm -hmm. yeah so i mean when when they were younger it wasn't as big of a deal i think as it got older but like all the kids, I mean, all the teachers, I mean, everybody loves Luke, but you know, like, <laughs> all the teachers, everyone. all the teachers like, oh, Luke, uh, you know, and they were, I was a charmer. He was a charmer, like, big cheeks. And Paul was always quiet. I mean, the teachers loved Paul too, because he never got in trouble, mm -hmm. but you know, they loved Luke too, because he was, oh, he's so cute. And did, yeah, he was entertainment. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think when it was, when he was a little older, there might've been more like favorite, I don't know. They knew I would, I would keep him in line though. Like if, yeah. you know, if he was carrying on or something, you know, and even the teachers, I'd be like, you tell me if he's a problem because I'll take care of him. <laughs> well, I remember, I remember one time I got in trouble because, <laughs> well, because I always knew better than to like pretend, like be like, like have like a big head about like my mom right owns right because you would always again make me like never let me off easy with things yeah but i remember one time i did and it was with one of the teachers i do you remember this she had a sugar cube she had all these sugar cubes that she was using for some craft or something oh and you ate them no i wanted to eat them <laughs> and i was like she's probably making igloos or something with the sugar cube yeah. Yeah. I was like, can I have one? And she was like, no. 
And I was like close with her, so I was like, if you don't give me one, then my mommy's gonna fire you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, but one thing that you used to do that people would get mad about, and that was teachers and kids. During nap time, he was not a great napper. Because he's got to talk, talk, talk. So instead of napping, he stopped taking naps at like three or something, three years old. At nap time, he would go into the kitchen with, we had a kitchen there and we had a cook. And the woman, the cook would be cleaning up at that point, doing the dishes. So she would let him in the, in the kitchen with her. You know, she'd we had doors on each side so she could turn the lights on when the, the lights were off everywhere else. He'd go in there and supposedly be helping her clean the dishes. He was eating all the snacks. He was eating all the food. I could so see that. Like, oh, here's some goldfish crackers. Oh, Luke, what else do you want? Oh, you want a freeze pop? Sure, you can have a freeze pop. Of course. Wants to stay on the good side of me, her right. boss. So I was, that's I why. was abusing. Yeah, there was favoritism there, and like some of the other teachers were like, "Luke's in there. He's well, supposed to be sleeping." You would tell me that I shouldn't do that, and I, yeah. I wouldn't for a little, and then I would just go back. <laughs> right, and people would cave to you because you'd be like, "Oh, hi." Yeah, he'd yeah. sweet talk the teachers, and then yeah, so yeah. <laughs> she didn't give it to me and then she just told you and you yelled at me oh i'm sure i did (laughs) yeah and again i think i was pretty hard more on him because he was the one trying to get away with stuff paul was like quiet and stuff but i didn't want people to feel like he was getting special treatment because he was my kid you know, and that was, I said that to other, like, as my teachers were having their own kids and bringing them to daycare, like, okay, they got to treat everybody the same. You don't want anybody, you know, mm-hmm. treated differently. So yeah, it's definitely interesting. Yeah, that's good. Um, should we talk about dance? Yeah. Okay. So Kind of like what we were saying before, my mom's always like supported me with whatever I wanted to do. So that's include included dance because I, as you can all tell, I was very an entertaining. I was a very entertaining <laughs> child. So they decided to like it might be fun a hobby to put me into acting or theater, and so they asked if I wanted to do that, and I was like sure. And I don't think I liked it very much the first time. No. Like the first day I didn't like it, but then Bailey, who was with us, liked it. And so I was like, okay, I'll just do it, like whatever. And then I liked it and I kept doing that. So I did that for a few years and then I it like transitioned into dancing. Well, at the same time as doing theater, he was playing football. Wow. Because <laughs> my husband was, well, our older son, Paul, played football all the way through through high school. So my husband was coaching youth football. So Paul was playing. And then when Luke came along, he started playing and he was good. Was I? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You used, you used <laughs> to get touchdowns and yeah, I remember yeah, tackle people and all that stuff. <laughs> used to be a good. I was a good kicker. Yeah. He would kick the ball. But anyway, so he, I would have him, he would be at football and then I would come and pick him up from football and take him to theater 
And then I was like, at one point I said, okay, you got to make a choice here. It's either football or theater. And actually he was in that show. Uh, he was in Beauty and the Beast when he was Chip, the little teacup. The whole football team came to see him perform. So he was playing football and doing theater. And then it was like one or the other. So he ended up choosing theater. And then right around that time was when he decided his friend took him to dance. And he started dancing. So mm -hmm. then dancing took over his life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you like dance right away, Luke? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Eat it up. It was like a like a studio jazz class, I guess, whatever you call it. And I was, oh, yeah, in the front, like, <laughs> live in the spotlight, living mm -hmm. it. And then I didn't think, I, th I thought it was just like, oh, a fun, my friend brought me to class, like, cool, I didn't think anything of it. But then you asked me, do you want to do that? Like, do you want me to sign you up? And it never crossed my mind. And I was like, oh, like, sure. So right I around did the, that. Yeah, right around the same time. It was that or karate. You tried karate for like once and you're like, oh, I, <laughs> I didn't like it. No, I think you did like it. But I then like again, it. I was, okay, we need to make a choice. We're not doing karate and dance. And theater. And theater, because things theater. are expensive. <laughs> Yeah, so I was doing, I kept doing theater until middle school, and then I focused more on dance because that's when I got more serious and started doing like competitions. And then I would do theater still in middle school and high school, but only like kind of if I had time in my dance schedule. So that's when, this is when competition comes in. So I started at the first theater that I was at, we were on the first competition team. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. And first then, ever first ever and I was so excited because I'd heard of dance moms and stuff <laughs> and I had wanted to be on a competition team and so you let me do it you and dad let me do it and we're very supportive and we started going to competition like the local one bear brand oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a really small local competition yeah mm. it was it was like one day out of the year and <laughs> no, it was a weekend was it mm -hmm. Yeah, we went back like two days. And everyone was there. And this was, I was thinking of this earlier because Liz was telling us about how the, one of the hardest things about being a dance mom was being worried that you're going to forget something, shoes or costume. Oh, things like gosh, that. yeah. And one time at Bear Brain, we forgot our shoes. You remember that? Yes. And dad brought them. Yep. We were so worried. Oh, yeah. But we didn't forget other things, did we? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. We were pretty good. It was also different. Like if I did forget something, then it's like I was usually the only boy on the team, so it was I just wear something else. <laughs> <laughs> so what was your what was your experience like as a dance mom? In let's talk like competition. You know, like you were always the mom who would watch. Yeah. And you would always um, come with and stay in hotels. So what was your let's say like what was your favorite thing about being a dance mom? Seeing you dance. Yeah, that was kind of a silly thing. <laughs> That's what was like the hardest thing of being a dance mom. Yeah. <laughs> I think, and it was probably more me than him, but when he didn't do as well as he thought he would do. <laughs> yeah. You know, then I, I know many a time I was like, that was not fair. He was so good. <laughs> 
he should have gotten it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's hard. And Luke will tell you, if he hasn't told you already, the story of the one, the dreaded word I said Uh. to him one time. And never have lived to re- or have lived to regret it ever since. The one time he asked me how he, how did I think he did in his <laughs> solo, and I said you were fine. I was fine. I was fine. Oh, oh my god, it was really good. You said I was fine. <laughs> I'm so mad. Well, because yes. you remember, you remember. Um, I'm sure you've seen the video, Mary, of me doing like this solo, and I fall out of my turns like really bad. It was like one of those. I think it was like maybe that performance. Yeah. It was like I knew it was bad, but I wanted like validation that it was, I was just crazy. I was like, how was it? She's like, it was good. And then I was like, but I fell out of my turns, blah, blah, blah. She's like, like, she was like, it's fine. Like, you were fine. And I was like, she's like, you were fine. Everything was fine. I was like, fine. Fine. (laughs) Yeah, I was definitely a brat to you sometimes. Really? Yeah, that's something I think every like I know I was too at dance sometimes. I think when you're like in that stress, it's easy to take it out on your mom, which I mean it's not it's not right, but it's mm-hmm. hard because competitions are stressful environments. Right, right. And we forget that they're like paying for us to be there and, and right. the time for us to be there. Yeah. And I mean he you were majority of the time very good about that but I experienced it with other girls being that way to their moms. And I kind of told the girls. (laughs) You told the girls? (laughs) N, N, how many times did I tell her? That's different. Be nice to your mother. (laughs) Yeah. When her mother's crying and she's like, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Girls are mean. Girls. Everyone can be a little mean, but but yeah, I think it was mostly when like so going back to like being upset if they're like not doing well. I think it was like like yeah, if I was feeling like I wasn't doing well or if I was stressed about doing well, because you would always want me to do really well, right? But then sometimes I would be like, get off, like I know what to do, you know, get off my (laughs) back, like I'm like, which like you would worry so much, yeah, because you wanted me to succeed, but then it was like. I was like, don't stress me out, or like whatever. <laughs> but also, like, I never danced a day in my life. I was always an athlete, but never danced. So I would say things like, oh, that's a great spin. And he's be like, mom, <laughs> that's not the phrase you use. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I think we had like a pretty good like dynamic because you didn't know like things about like you didn't know you weren't a dancer i didn't know squats <laughs> but you still after a few years like you knew which same with me because like growing like at first i was like kind of clueless yeah. after seeing so much dance you like you Pick knew up on things yeah. yeah so you knew like what was right and wrong and like what was good kind of right so you wouldn't you wouldn't like coach me oh no or you wouldn't like boss me around like kind of like some other moms or like um even on dance moms like how they're like right. you know you weren't like that so it was like good. it was like but it was the right amount to be like you shouldn't wear that <laughs> or like <laughs> or like things like that no but i did have a bad habit luke would tell you about this my bad habit watching other competitive dancers i'd be sitting in the audience and something would oh they wouldn't do something right and i'd be like 
Oh my god! Like, mom, don't do that. That's so funny. That's so bad. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <gasps> oh my gosh, I've done that. Oh. oh. <laughs> and like, you got yourself in trouble sometimes because, <laughs> or sometimes you would say something like, "What was that?" <laughs> oh my gosh! Somebody would hear me. And, and their, like, oh, and their oh, mom sorry. is their mom is right in front of you. Yeah. I have a big mouth. That's so <laughs> like, funny. You're so. <laughs> yeah. He kind of was, he kind of was the parent there telling me. But. <laughs> but then also because I, yeah, so I was, I was like hard. I think I was hard when I didn't win. I think I was like upset, but I don't think I was like really upset. Because yeah. then you would be like, you're always the winner. Like you're always yeah. like, and I think knowing that you think I should have won was like encouraging. But then I was thinking yeah. about this the other day because I was watching old videos and I was like really bad. Like, no, he was not. No, it was mom. It At was your laughable. age, it you was were laughable. not. Yeah. Yeah. There's videos of me when I was in eighth grade. So what's that? Like 13? I should not have been, I should not have been. But you like you glowed up in like a year because once you got because joffrey was after your freshman year right uh-huh. like you were great at joffrey thank you somewhere in that period you like <laughs> when he transitioned to his new studio he he really improved yeah well i had more i had like i technique like a ba- ballet technique like i had like at the other studio i had like a lot of like they i learned a lot and like uh like how to do jazz and ballet and modern and stuff but my my ballet technique definitely improved like when I went there so I had like the character and stuff mm-hmm. but even like there's sometimes I'd be like I'm really tired and I'm showing it like things like and I was wondering like if I was a parent like do you tell your kid that they were good if they weren't like because <laughs> you don't want to fill them with false hope but then you also don't want to shut them down because you never shut me down but I don't think you also I also don't think you ever like made me feel like I should have won and it's it's unfair and I'm just going to give up because it's unfair you know you would right. say like yeah like sometimes you're not going to win but sometimes it's because like someone else is better but sometimes it's because of politics or like yeah. you know like, right. like you was kind of like no matter how good you eventually get there's always going to be things that kind of get in the way politics or you know whatever and that doesn't like that shouldn't deter you from your training or your improvement you know you come back next year you try to do better but what's important is that you're working at it well and even like I left it up to Luke to decide about moving to that other studio like I we took you I took you to that summer camp there and you that was a mess yeah he cried did he cry you said the first day yeah I did cry yeah. In the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. But I let him decide because he was leaving his other studio with all of his friends. And and it was hard for him, I think, too, to decide whether what he wanted to do. But ultimately, like, we knew that if he wanted to, and I, I may have said that to you at one point, like, if you want to be better, a better dancer, I do think you should go to this studio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, it's ultimately your decision. You yeah. Know, and I never felt pressure or anything from you. Right. But it was it was further away, the sub, the other studio. But I think also what you said about like telling your kid if they're bad. I think like like looking back now, like obviously you're like, oh my gosh, like I was so bad. But like when you're in that moment, like 
Right. You know, like you don't think anything of it. Right. No. And again, you're just proud of me, like proud of like happy for. Oh, look how my son is. He's yeah. on stage. He's happy. You love to be on stage, and no, you were at that time. You were good for your age, for everybody else around you. You were good. I'm not going to say anything else. Gosh okay. darn it. Thank you. I appreciate that. In my eyes, you're always the best. So. Yeah, not always the best, Mom. In a mother's eyes. Mother's eyes. What else? Okay, so let's talk about enough of the boring stuff. Let's talk about... So a lot of times in, in dance competitions, one of my favorite parts was like going to hotels <laughs> and like... Uh, hanging out with all the with kids. all the girls, okay. mm-hmm. going to eat and stuff, and like spending time with the girls and our moms and stuff. That was always really fun. And you got close with the moms at both studios, right? Probably yeah. closer to the ones at the um, studio in high school because yeah. we were closer because like, we were older. Yeah, and we were competing more often, so we spent more time together and stuff. Right. But, um, yeah, you got really close with some of the moms. Like, I got really close to some of the girls. And you still talk to some of them, right? Yep. So, like, yeah, kind of just what we were talking about with Liz before. Like, dance can give more long-lasting relationships. Well, because similar, similar likes and everything. Kids like the same things. And... Was it ever, like, because, like, as you were saying, you want the best for your kid and you want everyone thinks that their kid is the best in their eyes was it ever kind of like my daughter's better than your son or like things like that or not so much in the studio yeah not i mean i don't think i there was always the drama going on around us more because you were a boy (laughs) yeah where all the girls you know remember the drama between yeah There was lots of different drama going on all at different times, but there was always some drama between this girl and that girl, and this, you know. Yeah. But you didn't experience that because, you know, so I was on the outside, but, you know, I would listen to those mothers and their issues, but I was kind of the outsider in that. Well, and then we would both get, I think we would both, I think we're similar, you and I. Yeah. And I think we would get in trouble because then we're on both sides of the, right of the argument siding with this person siding with that person person a is telling you something in one ear and person b is telling you something in the other right right. you're trying to help both people out but you don't want to get too involved because you don't want to pick sides right sometimes we would would get into that right not so much drama with between moms right no i did i did have a little drama with the owner (laughs) oh yeah that was like once though she ended up liking you yeah that was like my freshman year yeah <laughs> that was the only time that you had like a dance mom moment that i saw yeah i definitely had a dance mom moment that would have definitely... screamed at the owner <laughs> yeah that definitely would have been like the cameras would have been out oh yeah they would have been on me but everyone needs a dance mom moment yeah oh, even yeah. liz had one. Oh yeah now again it's because we're defending our child yeah that was my reasoning and yeah she just needed to understand my reasoning <laughs> and also we were new there i think there was yeah. a misunderstanding 
Yeah. Um, we weren't, we like, cause she did have my best interests at heart, but like yeah. we didn't, I think totally know that yet. Right. Which we could have trusted probably. Cause yeah. I was the same way. I didn't think that, but yeah, mo- after that, we didn't really have any <laughs> moments. No, no. I think that was a, that was, <laughs> she knew at that point that what your expectations were and you knew that she was looking out for me too. So then yeah. Yeah. you were like, okay, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> so now let's talk about kind of leaving school. So, you know, you always encouraged me to, again, like do whatever I want. Leaving school? Leaving are my- you quitting? What are you talking about? <laughs> Tell me something. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving high school. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you always said I could do whatever I wanted, you know, and I was kind of thinking like, should I dance in college? Should I not? And I think a lot of it was like after Joffrey and seeing you and Madeline and Summer like choosing to go to school, and also a lot of the people at NYCDA choose to go to school for dance because um, that was a place that we went a lot because they gave college scholarship money. Um, and they were really big about education, dance education. So it wasn't like, you never like pushed me to do that, but like you encouraged me, you know, mm-hmm. to do so. Um, so then you, we, you would take me to all my college auditions. Yeah. So I, how, I auditioned for like seven or eight schools maybe. Yep. And you would always take me and then we went to USC together. Now here. <laughs> so what's the... <laughs> What do you think are some of the biggest differences um, between high school dance mom and college dance mom? Well, no drama. No drama? I don't think there's any drama in college. Well, I'm not experiencing any yeah. drama because even when you go to the performances now in college, I feel like they're more about the group. It's not really individual. like. I mean, I would go, when we would go to high school competition, when you were in high school, we would go, I would go specifically, you know, watching your solo and watching your duo and all this stuff. And now it's the whole group is doing something, you know, you're in this piece, but you, you know, you're part of this big group. No one is picked out. I mean, sometimes, yeah. And I know this past fall, I mean, Luke was highlighted in a lot of the different pieces. And obviously I was really proud to see that. Um, But I, I do feel like it's less that way. It's more, you know, everybody that's there is, is great. You know, I, yeah, I don't see, you know, when you go to a dance competition, there's some that oh you know that's yeah, why my mouth you know, made that mistake because oh some should just give it up oh my god i'm sorry if they love it they love it yeah yeah should never give it up right um <laughs> yeah but everyone's great especially at usc you know yeah and yeah. it's true they're that, all like... amazing they all have different mm-hmm. talents but they're all they're all really good Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also true that you know in high school we were kind of going to competitions sometimes every week for a few months right whereas and you would be at the studio kind of every night so now in college for all the parents it's kind of like a special treat or like a yeah like a, a weekend kind of whatever to come and watch yeah so it's more I think people are just 
too excited about being with their kids to like get hung like, up. Oh, on look, the, right, right. Yeah. Look what this one's doing. Look what that's right. And also any drama, like if there is favoritism or if there is like things that are unfair, that's usually things that the kids work out. Work out like yeah. with faculty or, or with each other. Whereas right. like in high school it's more so I feel like the moms get involved. Yeah. Yeah. Because now you're the adult. Yeah. So you have to handle it or get to handle it. And you've told me about the different things that have happened and how you handled them and stuff. So yeah, it's definitely different. And I will say that during this lovely pandemic, it was kind of nice to actually see you dance because yeah. he'd be dancing in the living room and i'd be trying to sneak a peek like oh i can actually see him dancing now you know because when he's away at school i don't get to see him so yeah there was some nice things about it you're very lucky yeah and like when you would go to his shows in college like do you like see the change in his dancing like compared to high school oh yeah oh yeah he's yeah. he's really matured beautiful I wish you would have seen the 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 fall show with the with that ballet. That was amazing. I saw one when I was there in March two years ago, and it was just like an informal show. Yeah, I didn't what it was, but it was like even that I was like, like it was so good. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, this isn't about me. <laughs> like, Stop. <laughs> But we should kind of wrap up soon. Is there anything yeah. else that you want to say to our girls? Any advice, last words? Um, always support your child in whatever they do. Oh, that's good. And I mean, <laughs> his his father has always been supportive too, even yeah, when is. the football. You know, like yes, he was the football coach, but he <laughs> was okay with him giving up football. Of course, his father did. They did some theater together when yeah. Luke was younger. Um, oh, yeah. That was that was neat too. They got to share that. And then when um, you know Luke decided, you know, dance was his thing. Obviously, as parents, we we're you know concerned or whatever. Oh, is he going to get a job? But you know what? You know, we say, yep, he's going to figure it out. Yeah, he's got a good head on his shoulders. Mm -hmm. figure out what he wants to do yeah so. that's another thing i was thinking i wanted to say before about the football thing was because like i was saying how you i <laughs> i feel like i'm i'm gonna like to a certain point i'll do what i want you know i'll do like when i was young i'm just gonna go into the kitchen and get you know <laughs> the like snacks the snacks yeah like, obviously to this day he still goes in and gets the snacks Right. Oh yeah. Because like, and I also think like part of that is because you were like, you know, you started your own business and you um, were the like owner of the daycare, and I, I spent a lot of time there. You know, yeah. so seeing you as this like powerful figure, I guess mm -hmm. you know, because then gave me kind of agency over my life. So I remember like I was like. <laughs> I'm gonna quit football <laughs> and like you know right and like I'm gonna go to California <laughs> like <laughs> and like obviously like if it was something like we can't afford it or whatever like I was I was gonna trying to figure it out gonna be cautious about that like I'm not just gonna be like you're just gonna 
waste all your money on me but like right. if it's like if we can afford it and you're okay with it like i'm gonna have it you know like but i mean we even the one summer we took summer vacation and went to hollywood california because we knew he loved you know the movies and theater so much that you know we're like okay we're gonna go out there and see everything about california is that why we did that yeah oh that's nice well he used to, you know, do some commercials. Mm. <laughs> do you ever see the Chuck E. Cheese commercial? I, I feel like I have, but I would love to see it again. See that. So, yeah, I mean, I used to traipse him into New York City for these auditions. Oh, yeah. You were definitely a stage mom. I was a stage mom, I think, more than a dance mom. <laughs> I think so, too. Yeah. And that's another thing. You were always kind of like what Liz was talking about in her episode, you always knew what was going on. So like, which was, which was, which was good. I was grateful for it, but also I was like, you know, you always took care of every registering me for things or like oh, yeah. knowing the scholarships, which is good because I was kind of clueless. <laughs> so you were like, a you did like, it goes along with right stage mom. On it. You were like yeah. a momager when I was, when I was doing theater and acting. Yeah. So then I think that translated into dance because you right. weren't really much of a practice your solo every night and no. and you no. need to stretch your feet because you didn't really know and right. you trusted me to figure it out. Do yeah. So um, but you were more of like a good at knowing the managing side of it. So which I'm not too good at. One thing <laughs> I'll say. Um, so I was really quiet growing up, Mary. I used to hide behind my mother's skirt all the time. And I was shy and quiet, more like Paul. Mm -hmm. And Luke is like his father. His father used to be blah, blah, loud, talkative. They used to move him out in the hallway. Oh, my gosh. Everybody in the hallway, <laughs> which we did find out that they get that from their grandfather. Oh, wow. He used to do the same thing but yeah, yeah so like luke me. is a lot like his father <laughs> and now people see my husband and he's pretty quiet now and, and I'm, the, I'm the one that's not quiet anymore i was just singing before and my husband's like rolling his eyes at me <laughs> i'm bringing happiness la, la, la. your personalities like switched yeah yeah it was fun Anyway, I'm done chatting. You're done. You're done now. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot. That was a lot. Well, thank you for joining us. I think this thank was you so great. much. It was so much fun. Learning more about us, huh? Yeah. Girl moms. Hey, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a good episode. We have two podcasts now with our moms. So I guess it's time to close out the episode. Mm -hmm. And at the end of each episode, we squeeze our eyeballs really big. Oh, okay. On three. Ready? One, two, three. Squeeze! Squeeze! <laughs> Bye. Bye.